Welcome to Documentary First, an inside look at a first-time filmmaker's journey. I'm not your host, Josh Lindsay, but I am the first-time filmmaker, Christian Taylor. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Uh, I am here by myself. Josh and Jason can't be here today, and truthfully, it's my fault. I was supposed to record with them last Thursday, uh, but I forgot I had promised my son Jacob to help him move from Atchison, Kansas to Crawfordsville, Illinois. So uh, that's what I was doing. I was actually driving a U-Haul for about 10 hours across the middle of our country. So I was very thankful to do that for my son, happy to help him get set up. But it did mean I forgot to record with Josh and Jason. So they'll be back, uh, you know, next week when we record and we'll touch base with them. Uh, Anyway, I just wanted to catch you up on a few things with Documentary First. This will kind of be a short podcast. Uh, just because not a lot's been happening. I've been taking care of family needs and things like that. One thing that did happen I was super excited about, uh, Laura Preeby, who is a uh, Patreon supporter, a Documentary First listener, but she's also been with um, the film with for a very long time. She started early on transcribing a lot of our interviews and, and cleaning those up. She's held uh, fundraisers for us. She works very hard to support our film, uh, not only with her efforts, but also, you know, setting up financial beneficial things for us. So we're incredibly grateful for her. One of the things that she did um, last week was she set up an event, uh, which I thought was super creative, to show grueling glory but also talk about Michelle Phoenix's uh, new book that began when she was with us in Normandy in 2018. So uh, she brought us both together, Michelle Phoenix, who was our translator uh, for both films and um, our live in-person translator. Michelle Coupe was the one that actually translated the written interviews once we got those transcribed. Um, But anyway, we were there with Michelle Phoenix, me, Laura Preby, and her church. And she um, ended up holding an event in her church. So the people that were interested in Michelle's book or Grueling Glory, which Michelle also wrote, um, would be able to to interact with us, ask questions and things like that. So I want to say thank you, Laura. Uh, That was just a a wonderful opportunity. I wish I could have been there in person, uh, but I was so thankful you did it and that, you know, thankful that for the technology that I could uh, at least be there um, on Zoom. And encourage anybody else that listens, um, we truly love doing in-person events or even Zoom events with our listeners and our fans. So if there, if that's something you're interested in, please email me at christian at documentaryfirst.com. Uh, I would love the chance to connect with you, host a screening. Another thing I'm super excited about, I may have mentioned this earlier, but Doug Darby, who is at Lubbock Christian University, we are talking about doing a screening there, maybe setting up an internship with his kids who are focused on social media marketing to try to partner with us and help us. Uh, So we talked again this week just about some specifics in regards to that. So um, super thrilled about that opportunity. Uh, Another thing I want to mention this week was I got an email from Joe Amaday, who's head of Virgil Films Entertainment, uh, who said, hey, I was just catching up on the podcast and I want to say thank you for the encouraging words. And I just want to say that encouraged me that he was actually taking the time 
and uh, another guy that works in his office, Tim, um, they take the time to listen to the podcast to catch up on what's going on with us. And gee whiz, uh, that's just incredible to have a distributor that cares that much about us as a company or me as a person or the film itself, um, you know, to be following along on what's happening. So um, I, I can't say enough wonderful things about Virgil Films and the people that work there. They are super encouraging and they really are, um, you know, supportive of the filmmaker. And if you have a documentary film that you think um, really is of high quality and uh, you want to see it get distribution, I do recommend you reach out to Virgil Films and, you know, see if they're interested in working with you. Uh, they are highly, highly recommended. So anyway, thank you, Virgil Films, for all you're doing for us. We really appreciate you. We can't wait. Um, we can't wait to get this film out there. Um, the other thing was this week we got a donation from uh, another uh, well, basically, they are our biggest supporters, Bob and Janie Miller. They have been there from the beginning. I've talked about this forever, that uh, they support us not only financially, but in so many other ways. Bob takes time to meet with me as a business advisor. Janie is a wonderful cheerleader. Um, and there was a happy accident where I, I think they um, meant maybe meant a donation to go somewhere else, but it ended up coming to us. And uh, we really needed it. And uh, they... They wanted us to have it, even though it maybe intentionally wasn't meant for here. They are very generous people and give lots to lots of people. Um, but what's incredible is they then said they'd heard of the needs for, you know, just E&O insurance and all of the other licenses that we um, you know, have to pay for. And so they wanted it to go towards that. So Bob and Janie, thank you. You continue to be a blessing to us um, as I go through all of these different, you know, highs and lows and positives and negatives. You've always been there and it means so much to me. Um, also, if you are listening to this and you are a Patreon supporter, um, I do want you to know that I have not forgotten about you either. It has just been a crazy time and I really don't have any help right now. Um, so uh, it's difficult for me to get around to the Patreon stuff, but I will. I hope to get things settled down. Another exciting thing this week, Bill got to work. He uh, finally was wrapped with a couple of movies that he's been working on, and he sent me a text message showing me that he had pulled up the footage that we shot about the Caraton Project back in June, and he's ready to start processing that. So I'm super excited. I haven't had a chance to talk to him yet to see what he thinks about the footage, but I'm going to do that today. And then uh, I've got to buckle down and figure out how I'm going to pay for the things I need to pay for to get uh, this, the Girl of War Freedom, relaunched. Uh, another thing we started thinking about is we are going to have to ask everybody we know to begin reviewing and liking on all the different platforms as they go up. So that's what's happening now. I really hope to. Oh, and one other thing I totally forgot about this. We have been invited to the Curahee Military Week uh, in Tacoa, Georgia. So if you don't know um, about Tacoa, Georgia or the Curahee Military uh, Week, uh, it Tacoa is where the 101st Airborne Paratroopers basically started and trained. If you've seen Band of Brothers, you already know this. Uh, there really is a Curahee Mountain. I've actually been up it with Toma and Flavi, who... Uh, you know, are also on our Girl Who Wore Freedom team. They run Normandy Discovery Tours. They're amazing people, great tour guides. Uh, so if you're going to Normandy and you need some, you know, 
Dis- Normandy discovery tours, as well as Flop and Jenny Plana's World War II veterans memories are our top two tour guide recommendations. Uh, anyway, I ran up or I drove up Mount Curhee Mountain while Tama and Flavi ran. Um, and they have a military museum there. They still have the barracks uh, that the guys slept in. And so they open those up uh, for people to visit. They are restoring, I think, a C-47 plane. Uh, they made a lot of progress with that. And you know, there's some other things. I did visit the museum at the time, but I'm having trouble remembering everything that was there. Uh, but they have seen the movie. They really want to show it again during this weekend. So I've been invited to screen the film there, as well as do a book signing and a DVD signing. And that is the weekend of September 28th, 29th, all the way through October 2nd. Um, you can go online, I think, and just look up to Coa a museum or Kirk military weekend. You'll find all the details if you're interested. Uh, it just, it looks like a phenomenal event. Event. Sadly, I know that Brad Freeman, who is in our film and 101st Airborne original guy, as well as Al Mampre, uh, were both there in the past for this weekend. And as we know, Brad Freeman recently passed and um, Al Mampre passed right before uh, the opening of our Rough Cut in 2019, which ripped my heart out. Uh, he was supposed to be our guest of honor in Norman for that, you know, release. And he passed away right before we opened. So anyway, I'm definitely going to be thinking of them as I go. And I'm super excited because Sam Cook, one of our uh, interns who is now working in the Atlanta area, is going to come and join us and, and help me with sales and just getting around. And I'm really happy to see Sam King. So uh, that's that's awesome. And that's pretty much what's been happening. I really hope to get focused this week on, um, you know, getting the interviews translated or transcribed from the Carenton Project so I can get those to Bill, working with Zach Callahan, our writer, who's continuing to to hone in on the Carenton sizzle reel script. Uh, he's also working on the Brave Dutch, a narrative version of the Brave Dutch, uh, which I'm excited about. Um yeah, so there's a lot of fun work ahead of me for the month of September, and I really can't get, you know, can't wait to get down to it. Um, okay, last thing, I still want to do our uh, new segment, DocuView Deja Vu. DocuView Deja Vu. All right, here we are. And I wanted to, you know, let you know about the movie that's on my mind. And it's on my mind because I drove, of course, to Crawfordsville. And then I drove from Crawfordsville back to Wheaton. And on the way, I saw this big sign that was for Bob Ross, the Bob Ross experience. And it reminded me of the Bob Ross documentary, which I may have talked about before, but I just want to highlight it again. Um, The documentary was incredibly well done super upsetting and very infuriating um, for the way that Bob Ross and his name and his family were treated. And it makes me, even though I would find it interesting to go to the Bob Ross experience, I never will because now, um, you know, the fallout from uh, what happened with his life, um, I just will never visit those places again. Anyway, in order to find out what that is, you'll need to watch the Bob Ross documentary. Uh, it was on Netflix. I didn't look today where it actually was, but uh, I'm sure you can find it. Last time I saw it, it was on Netflix. So, uh, yeah, Bob Ross documentary. Check it out. Super good. And uh, it probably won't make you mad, too. Uh, all right. So that's it for today. Um, 
And hopefully I'll be back next time with Jason and Josh, and we'll have a lot more to report about what's been going on. So thank you so much for listening. Thank you for supporting us. We really appreciate you. Please, you know, write me if you have anything to say, any suggestions, any encouragements. Um, You know, I'm open to all of them. And if you want us to come and uh, do a screening, you know, either virtually or in person, totally up for that. So uh, again, I appreciate you so much. So take care. And until next time, I'll see you later. Bye. Thank you for listening to Documentary First. We really appreciate your partnership with us. We can't do any of this without you. So thank you for listening, donating, and following along on our journey. We are supported by generous donations from people just like you. To make a donation, visit thegirlwhowarefreedom.com or support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash documentaryfirst. To learn more about our other works in progress, visit documentaryfirst.com or follow Documentary First on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. This podcast was produced by Documentary First, edited and mixed by Jason Hoban, with music by Jeff Kurtenacker.